Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for. Hi, this is Scott Covert, sometimes from the West Side of Mars podcast, and you're listening to That Story Show. Hey, I did it. I didn't call nobody's listening. Hey, how you doing out there, podcast people? This is That Story Show, the show where we tell hilarious, funny life stories from all over the world, but mostly America. I'm not going to try to front. Uh, this is episode 256, recorded live on February 23rd, 2016. I'm your host. My name is James, and with me today, as always, is John. And if I do this, he you can hear him. John! Hey. Hey. That, that's, yeah, you should have heard what I said before you didn't have me in the <laughs> That's why awesome. we mute you. I'm I'm a psychic. Uh, and John and uh, Christian, <laughs> along with John, there's Christian. Hey, what's up? Thank you for speaking when I when I mentioned your name instead of waiting like John did. You're very welcome. I'm just trying to be the best me I can be. Well, the problem was I didn't have the button unpushed. And uh, if you remember, right before we started the show, I said I need to turn off some lights. It's way too bright in here. And uh, yeah. it's too late now. I can't get up and go turn on lights, but I turned off too many lights. I can't see the soundboard. No, so too dark. Anything that happens is uh, is my fault, but I'm going to blame it on John. So okay, I'll take the blame. It's um, okay. Uh, speaking of John, um, John, what is invisible and smells like a carrot? A a. I know, I know this one. A rabbit fart. Yay! All yeah. right. Hey, you got Ooh. that I mean, one. I don't know what's invisible and smells like a carrot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, I got another one. Why didn't the toilet paper cross the street? It was stuck in a crack. <laughs> yes. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good job. Everybody give him a hand. He's two for two. Those were submitted by one of our listeners, Jill Kelly. So I... I thought the second yeah. one especially was pretty good. I like that one. They're right up your alley, that one, man. It's <laughs> awesome. Yes. Um, I always like to throw those in there. You but, know, they're, uh, they're, they're, they're that hidden nugget of surprise because I always forget that you do it. <laughs> and then I'm like, hey, he's talking to me. It's like I forget the quiz has a proper name that I refuse to call it. So. That's because it's weird. It's 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 Christian's great we'll let, joy and pleasure to correct me every show. And we'll let the suspense build until <laughs> it's time for that portion of the show. That's right. Anyway. So how you guys having a, a good week so far? You know, two days in? Everybody doing okay? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to lie. <laughs> Just trying to get my leap year plans together. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, because that extra day, that really throws you off, doesn't it? Yeah, we got to figure out how we're going to decorate the yard and all yeah. that mm. stuff. Same thing with Groundhog's Day around here. It's just crazy. Yeah. It's just too much. You know, it, it becomes about the pageantry and the show, and you forget the meaning, the true the meaning. The reason for the season. Yeah, you got to keep the Groundhog in Groundhog's Day. Amen. Oh, yeah, because without it, it's just a ground. It's just a day. It's just you know a, what I you know rodent. what I say to people. I say, "Come on, guys, let, let's keep it grounded." <laughs> and that usually, you know, what that usually does. It usually brings them. It usually brings them right back around, and they uh, say, "Thank you." Yes. Yeah. People who are wrong often enjoy having people tell them to chill. They love mm. it. They respond well, especially yeah. if you do it on Facebook in public. Anyway, uh, it's time for backstory, guys. Whoa! That's Kaboom. Funny. All right, backstory is where we tell a story uh, just backs. from the last few days, you know? And we test what you back. Your <laughs> <laughs> story. That was terrible. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go first because I have a seven of them, okay? Oh. Which is against okay. the rules. Um, Dang it. <laughs> It's going to be boring. Have you ever heard of generational curses? 
I have. Okay, it's growing up in the assemblies of God. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, if you're in a Pentecostal church, you know, you don't quite know what they are. Nobody can quite pin them down, but we know about generational curses, and we also know that if you just go simply to the front of the of the uh, altar, um, curses that have been on your family for multiple years that multiple people have struggled with their entire lives can be broken in about six and a half minutes. If if yeah. you just you know just do it right there, it's great. Thirty um, seconds short from seven minutes. I tend to think that generational curses are more about things that people have done, like a like an alcoholic, and how he passes that down. Mm-hmm. And and so you're so if you have the parent that's an alcoholic, you're pretty much predisposed to that. And and I, I think it's more practical than uh, than than spiritual. And so that's why I mock that you can get get it fixed in six and a half minutes. But um, we have a problem in our family. I'll be the first to admit it. It's something that happened that I thought would never affect my the next generation, but it did. Um, so I've built it up so much. But all it is is I had my slippers on, my brand new Christmas. Uh, no, no, I shoes, my Vans, my inner socks, you know. And I'm I'm getting the milk out of the refrigerator. And it kind of turned sideways and it's one of those just press on caps and it kind of just popped. Mm. And I, I did something I've never done in my entire life. 42 years it took me to spill milk on my foot. What? Through my shoe, through the sock, all the way down to my toes. Um, just spilt milk all over my foot. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's not, it's, it's awesome. Right. I, I, it took you 42 years 42 to accomplish years that? to do that. I've spilled all kinds of things on me, but, but I've never f- just fully spread out and, and got something right on my feet. All right, so there's there there it is. All by itself doesn't seem like a big thing. But, cut, but a couple days later, my daughter and my wife come home from a shopping trip, and my wife is just put out with Jenna, Jenna who is 12, and who has the exact same foot size, as my wife. And so often <laughs> will wear her shoes. In this case, she had her favorite suede, uh, little Uggs or boots, or whatever they were on. Um, and she was told to go get some milk at target. And Jenna thought it would be fun to carry it on her shoulder. Mm. And, uh, when she went to heft it off into the cart, it's, it fell and it exploded all over one of the shoes. Ooh. My genera- my curse has now been imparted to the next generation. We've got to do something to stop this thing. Right now, I, I see them every day because they've been sitting up on the counter in, in the kids' rooms because Jenna was in there trying to scrub the milk stains off these things, but they're suede. Mm. They're, they're ruined. They're gone. Yeah. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I, I just think... What I want to do is I want to take that shoe and I just want to pray over it and kind of just say, Milk, I command you to go back from where you came from. Go back to the origins of what you were and get out of mm. here and go back to that cow. And well, yeah. um, cause, get the music going on. And that then one. we need to pray because if you don't do it just right, they'll come back with seven more milks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Will they be littler cartons or bigger just, ones? Spits, little spits of milk. Everywhere. That's a me- that's a unit of measurement for for milk in my family's bits of milk. Um, so that was number one of seven. <laughs> number oh. two, I, I made two uh, wands. See, see, I was making fun of generational curses. Now I'm going to talk about how I was making witchcraft items. <laughs> uh, <laughs> for those of you that know and love Harry Potter, uh, you will appreciate this. I made uh, two wands, one for my son, one for my daughter, f- for his birthday, and then I ended up making Hermione's for, for my daughter. But the one for my son, uh, I, I looked at all the models that were online, and I carved it myself out of, uh, you know, out of a dowel rod, and I painted yes. it and all that kind of stuff. I gave it to him tonight as the last gift and yeah. we're, he's really into Harry Potter right now because we're reading it together. We're on book three, and that'll probably be the last one until he's in middle school. But um, he do, he did something he's never done before. He laid his head on my shoulder after he opened this thing, and he cried. What? I didn't oh, have wow. a happy cry until I was like in high school, you know? Maybe, or maybe even adulthood. <laughs> I don't think I've had one yet. But he he was like... He was just weeping on my shoulder. He just loved it so much. And Jenna's wow. going, is he crying? I'm like, shut up. I'm crying too. <laughs> <laughs> There's no crying in birthdays. <laughs> no At crying least you weren't crying over the spilled milk. Oh, 
I avoided that the whole time. Let's see how it is. But no, it was awesome. But I still can't. I still can't get it out of my head what my uh, what my mother would say. You know, not not so much now, but back in my childhood days, if we'd have done anything like that, even pretended to hold a stick in a way that made it a wand of any kind, he'd be like, James, James Carl here. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a book in your butt? Good. I'm going to wear you out, boy. That's <laughs> <laughs> the best. It's so true. Oh, did I tell you? I told my kids this tonight because they were talking about mom and their mom and my wife and how how she is scary to talk to at night because she is she's evil at night. I've I've told this <laughs> years ago. I told stories about Jen while she was sleeping, but I was like, you guys don't even know. My mom told me that she was a witch, and I know what she meant now. She was trying to say the b word that rhymes with it without saying the word. But I was concrete thinking little six-year-old, you know, and I completely believe that before my mom was saved, she was a green skin wizard of Oz, hundred percent, witch, you know? And so, <laughs> and what, and, and to back that up, I'd be walking down a hall, going to the bathroom. It'd be late at night. She's on the phone with a friend and I hear, And I was seriously thinking, she's turning back into a witch. Oh, gosh. You know. (laughs) (sighs) So uh, make sure you're clear with your children. She never took showers because she was afraid of the water. Oh, what a world. What a world. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So that was two of seven. Um, Okay. Number three. uh, uh, There are people in my neighborhood that are very, very much into loving the earth. And they bicycle and they love their dogs almost as much as, or if not more than they love people. I've never been one of those people. And I just try to hide the fact that I hate dogs from everybody. But yesterday, my son was in the car with me when a, when a dog was barking in the middle of the street, little tiny thing. He had tags on. He wouldn't go to anybody. He was freaking out. And somehow or another, I guess just because Jay was back there going, oh, I had to pull over and pretend like I cared about this dog. I had a conversation with a lady across the street. She's like, that's not my dog. I don't know who he is, but he's going to get hit. Can you take care of it? Uh." And and I said, yeah, I'm just going to go up the road and chase. You know, he went up the road a little bit. I'm going to go up and just see see what's up. And I'm thinking, what the freak am I going to do with a dog? I don't want the dog in my car. You may eat somebody, you know. But she goes, okay, thanks. And then her... Her earth-loving, dog-loving self just freaking fled the scene. She had dumped that. It was now my city dog. It was my mm. responsibility. So I went down there. Luckily, I had a kid in the car with me. That that was his street. And he's like, I think, I think that he lives there. So I kind of waved the dog. You know, like like I try to be big, like you do when you're herding yeah. chickens or whatever. And the dog went inside. And he and he found a little place to bark at me from. And I'm like, he knows this place. This is his. So I closed the gate. And um. And I, my, my son, my son is proud of me, man. I, I got some points from yes. that. Okay. Um, my last and final one, I had a great time in Wait, the kitchen. that was only three of seven. I know. I, I was kind of lying. Um, oh. I, I was trying to get some jelly. We had a brand new jar. And I dropped the jelly. It was, you know, glass jar. And I've never done this before. I picked it up. I thought it was fine. I was like, Phew. The bottom of the jar stayed on the ground. <laughs> and because of the suction of the lid, the, the mass of jelly and glass stayed, you know, up up with my part, man. I'd never done this before. I got a picture of it. But the bottom, I, I took all the glass and tried to get it out. And I hope I did because what I ended up doing, I'm like, I can't throw this away. And so I opened the lid and it fell down <laughs> into a bowl. And now it looks like a gigantic cranberry sauce in the can kind of thing. It is massive. Big lump. Yes. My wife's like, throw it away. I'm like, no, it's jelly. It's, it's just, or no, it's jam, actually. It's jam. There's a difference in jelly sucks. Um, jam's awesome, and it might have glass in it. So if you come over to my house for a uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwich, uh, just be aware be that crunchy. that uh, milk is not the only generational curse in my family. We're trying for a glass one, too. So. Oh, man. Yeah. It's weird. I've never done it before. I've broken tons of things, but just the very bottom of it. Just ticked off. So weird. It's impressive. I think that's a skill, actually. I think I told those pretty quick, uh, except for the first one. So I hope it doesn't count as seven. So it doesn't. Uh, John, what did you say Christian. I'll let Christian go. His okay. is probably way better than me. 
Mine's super short, I, I, which I've said, I think, every time. Um, <laughs> and I was committed to not saying it today. But <laughs> before late. the show, I didn't have a story. I was like, this sucks. I actually, I messaged uh, James and John on Facebook and told them I didn't have one. And I was laying in bed um, because the show starts a little late for me. Um, so right when, <laughs> right when it was time, I, I got up and I, I rolled over to give my wife a kiss. Good night because she's going to go to sleep. And right as I kissed her, I sneezed, and I sneezed in her mouth. (laughs) (laughs) So, oh my god! What was her reaction? I don't know because I immediately came out and did the. (laughs) (laughs) She's still there with her eyes open, going. She doesn't want to close her mouth. I'm going to wait till it dries. Her reaction was, "Uh, uh, uh." (laughs) (laughs) okay, gotta go. See you, hon. Yeah, I didn't even get a follow up. Apology, uh, <laughs> normal kids. I just sneezed in her mouth. Is, you, you can go ahead and apologize now because I know that she'll listen to the show. Babe, I'm so sorry I sneezed in your mouth. Oh, that would be a great recap song, wouldn't it? Baby. Yeah. Baby, baby, I'm sorry. I bet you Justin Bieber could sing it. I know we've been around the block, baby. I know I've done some horrible things to you, but nothing could ever make me as sorry as I am the day I sneezed in your mouth. I bet it was like scrubbing bubbles going around your throat. (laughs) That's that's my germs collided with yours. It wasn't a, you know, it wasn't like a hardcore sneeze with snot and everything, but. Uh, Still, there was a misting. There was something. For sure. (laughs) It was a misting. (laughs) She tasted it. She had to (laughs) wash her face after that. Uh, so what's invisible and tastes like a kiss <laughs> uh, John knock us out okay okay so the, the mine is really boring and shorter than mine were uh, boring so okay so um I was at the store uh yesterday and I was uh w- walking through the, the refrigerated aisle and this this kid was swinging around some milk and he <laughs> fell on the <laughs> over her boots and like her mom was all ticked off at her. Then stuff. she turned into a bat and flew away, right? Dang it, I was going to get there. <laughs> no, but I went home afterwards and my dad gave me a, a wand for Christmas oh, that he made. Oh, wow. Awesome. And then I sneezed in my wife's mouth. <laughs> you know, Deja vu. when Jay was crying yeah. and hugging me, since you mentioned him, I get to talk about it a little bit more. I said to to get it back to normal because you you could tell this this wasn't going to last forever. I says, uh, Jay, you do know it actually doesn't work, right, buddy? <laughs> and he starts laughing, and I said, I could I didn't I couldn't get that phoenix feather in there, man. I tried, <laughs> so he loved that. That's awesome. Now I, I that was my weekly update. I've got ten more. Um, <laughs> I I had a a, a frontier adventure. Which uh, I saw my, pictures. Did you, you? You were in the center of a circle. Was that witchcraft? Perhaps it was out in the woods, wasn't it? Oh, it was Jesus. Christ. Did you notice that I was holding a cup? Mm-mm. Was that an object had, lesson? No, it had. I did. It was coffee. It had to be coffee. No, it wasn't. It was actually. It was actually grape juice. I was. Oh. I was leading communion. Awesome communal cup. The, no. Okay. No, I wouldn't share that with those people. No. <laughs> yeah, I would, but that'd be gross. No. So I. So yeah, you mentioned that you saw it on Facebook. So I'm. I'm friends with. Uh, first, let me explain what it is. FCF is the Frontiersman Camping Fellowship. I know that we have at least one listener who is also a Patreon supporter, who is in FCF. So he knows exactly what I'm talking about. But um, we we. <laughs> I, I want to say this without sounding too much like a Renaissance geek, but. We uh, we camp in in period correct uh, late 1700s early 1800s attire clothing and lodges which is also known as a tent and so we do everything like they did way back in the day of the mountain men you know what I'm saying yeah so um, so we're wearing our clothes and people are taking pictures and stuff like that it was it was fun uh, but just I, like I, they did back then yeah because they had cameras. <laughs> And if they had them, they would have used them. Um, but uh, so we did that, and we inducted some, or we brought in some new members. Inducted who? Um, Anybody I know? Some kids from <laughs> no, and adults too. Um, 
But so I got to school and today or the, you know, the school started back up at school at the church and I'm friends with a couple of the teachers and I was talking to one of the teachers and she said, so I saw that you were dressed up like a, a Renaissance pirate. <laughs> she said, what's that all about? <laughs> so I was like, oh, let me explain it. Pirate. And <laughs> you do have a kind of a puffy shirt thing going on there. Yeah, yeah kind of. I, I I don't have a very good uh, persona yet. I'm working on it. So. Yeah, I've made my thoughts on this clear in the past that I, I see it as, as, LARP, as like Christian LARPing. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty with, much with some MMO or, or yeah not MMO what do they call it? RGB stuff in an RGB red gl- <laughs> blue green yeah is there a VGA RPG. cable <laughs> RPG thank you in the art world forgot RPG yeah it is it's it's kind of like it's except it's in the woods you know no no larpers would really go out in the woods that's true do I've that. done FCF before John are you serious yeah what was your name. Um, Christian, I don't know. <laughs> they didn't give you a a, a name. It was a walking eagle. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's I even better. That See, that's the exact reason I would never do it. No, I just made that up just now. <laughs> <laughs> that that would have been a pretty good one. I was going to ask you the story behind it, but since well, walking eagle is a turkey. So if you <laughs> if you've ever heard that sermon from the early nineties, yeah, it's a bird that's so full of crap it can't fly. <laughs> That's right. It's kind of like the show. Yeah. <laughs> what? I don't know. What? It's so full show. of crap, it, it can't fly. It, it's just this a, show. Yeah, this show. This show oh, right yeah. here. Um, okay. Uh, thanks for the backstory, guys. Uh, yeah, it's now cool. time for uh, my favorite game, What I Lie to You. Okay, real quick. Who is it? Is it John or, or Christian? It's That's me. John. Okay, John, what we're doing, for those of you that don't know, is uh, he's going to tell us a story, and we're going to tr- ask him some questions, and we're going to try to figure out if he's lying or not. Chat room, feel free to jump in there. And um, there's quite a few folks in the chat room, actually, tonight. Yeah. Congratulations. Yakov, Zane, Graham C., Elizabeth, uh, Christian Estrada, which is not the Christian that is in here, uh, Tammy, Mike, Ashley, Bella, Lucas, man, there's a bunch. Logan, thanks, guys. Thanks for joining us. Um, so, chat room, you can you can jump in too. But uh, I want to hear and see okay. if I can believe you or not. I I can't remember if I've ever mentioned my my days of crime. So, uh, I will start with this. I have a history. Mm. And it it goes, it started here with this story. There was a time when we had 7-Elevens everywhere in Florida. Yes. They probably still have them down there, but they don't have them where I live now. They've turned into flash foods at Circle K. But the 7-Eleven is known for a delicious frosty drink known as the Slurpee. Delicious drink, sugary goodness will freeze your brain. <laughs> and I decided one day that I didn't want to pay for a Slurpee. So I waited because they also had video games in our 7-Eleven. And so you could play video games in there. You know, those big stand-up arcade yeah. kind of boxes. So I, me and my cousins were young, probably sixth grade maybe even fifth grade because back in those days we could wander about however we saw fit and we noticed that the store clerk was a little distracted and so i went to the place where the slurpee had its cups and i made sure he wasn't looking and i mixed two flavors the cherry and the coke which is always a delicious mix And I proceeded to drink it, slowly making my way back to the video game that my cousins were playing. Mm. I was almost finished with it when finally the clerk dude caught me and said, you didn't pay for that, did you, kid? I was like, yes, I did. 
you didn't see me when I paid for it. See, I paid for it. And my cousins were like, yeah, he did. He paid for it. And so he didn't believe me. And so he called the cops. And then the cops like really showed up not quickly because they don't. But he held me there the whole time. And I'm like starting to sweat, get scared. And so finally I confessed and I said, yeah, I stole it. Okay, can I just go? And he said, no, you're going to talk to the police first, you little jerk. And I was like, no, you're not because that's not cool. And uh, uh, I waited till they came and then I, you know, confessed to it all. And, and that, that begins how I, my first day of crime, my last day of crime and why I apologize for things so much. <laughs> oh, man. Um, how, how much time did you serve? I didn't serve any time. I was a kid. Yeah. What happened once the cops got there? He put on this cop face and was like all stern. Son, you know we can't steal. It's against the law. How old were you? Was, was fifth grade, what is that, 12, yeah. 11? 11. I got a question that's going to bust this case wide open. <laughs> yeah. What flavor was your Slurpee? It was cherry. It was Coke. Two flavors. Oh. Mm. What was the video game in the back of the room? Double Dragon. Double Dragon. Oh, that fits. I beat that Had game they, what, what system was the game on? Was it on Xbox 360? No, I'm just kidding. My lord, that hurt me. <laughs> um, it was Nintendo. I, I'm I'm going to side with most of the people in the chat room and and say I don't I don't think that that is a truthful story. <laughs> um, I'm going to say he's telling the truth just to be difficult and different just to be difficult and different well for your information gentlemen I've never stolen a Slurpee <laughs> so there you go I knew it as soon as you said stole I'm like no <laughs> John I is- did steal something once but it was an accident <laughs> See, it was a packet of Kool-Aid and I got in so much trouble because <laughs> I tried to mix it in the sink and it got all over my face. Wouldn't you hate for that to be the one thing you go to hell for, you know? <laughs> Stealing a packet like, of- Assuming for a minute that, that it's all works-based, you know, and, and not grace through faith and all this. Uh, yeah, you're, you're making it up there and you're in line and and all the things you did wrong are there. And they're like, you know, you did great. You had good grades. You were nice to your sisters. You you said sorry all the freaking time. Um, but it's that cherry Kool-Aid packet, man. You can't mm. let you in. It stains everything. So, But Jesus. Or, or is it Peter at the gate or is it Jesus at the gate? Uh, the great white throne judgment. Okay. All right. Just <laughs> Do to you need to time. ask, Pastor? Sorry. <laughs> I wasn't sure, you know, if this was real life or not. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yes, yes. Yeah, the blood of Jesus and the a cherry of Kool-Aid could get really yes, confused. It was actually lime Kool-Aid. I must have told that before oh. because the people in the chat room. <laughs> it was lime. It was green. I will say before we move on, I do miss the days when there were video games in convenience stores. I know, right? And pizza places. I, well, I miss pizza places actually too. Uh, you don't you have to come to Lakeland. Places. We have so many pizza places. Really? Yeah. Do they have? Yeah, they, do they, they have, have like the, quarter arcades and stuff? Oh, uh, cocktail table there with Miss Pac-Man. Oh, those were the days, man. Double Dragon. I I beat that game too with a friend. I must have put thirteen dollars worth of quarters in there. <laughs> What no left, right, left, right, up, down, up, down, B-A-B-A, start, select on that thing. It was just coins. I think I might have actually beat that game, too. There's very few. Yeah, because at the very end, you have to fight each other. And the guy that I was playing knew that, but he didn't tell me. And he had like two or three good hits on. And I come back and accidentally somehow won. And it was like the most victorious moment of my life because I was like, he he was about to, you know, he had the advantage. And I, I whooped him, so. And I've already said I'm not great at these games, so. Yeah. I've never played that game in my life. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know what game it is? Go to Kids React and uh, check out their their <laughs> reactions to Double Dragon. The, 
concept. There's an old uh, Bay Rats and Beretta sketch on YouTube with about Double Dragon. It's like the blue and red karate guy, right? Yeah. 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 The brothers. Except they have sh- they have guns and they can upgrade and if you shoot stuff it'll fall and you get fireballs and you know all kinds of stuff. It's great. It's called Two Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, the moon. Two brothers, and they're fighting old ladies. Is <laughs> it? It's just called two brothers. Yeah, <laughs> I know. All right. Um, I think it's time for. Uh, we've mentioned the chat room. I want to do the quiz game now. <laughs> All right. So this Wait, is a, this is something called the quiz game. That doesn't feel right. Well, what's wrong no. with it? Hold on, let me look at my notes. <laughs> I'm checking my database. The mm. the bat database there. Um, Siri says it's actually called Quiznos. Oh man! Oh, and then hold on, I'm just reading here. Uh, <laughs> Quiznos noun uh, definition because we quiz what you knows. Oh, it hurts! So, it hurts every week. Professional Quiznos. <laughs> All right, because we quiz what you know. This is speaking of quizzing what you know. If you want to flip and be quizzed, you're going to be quizzed on the Force Awakens. Ooh. Oh, I'm so ready for this. Spoilers? Right. Do we need to warn anybody about spoilers? Um, no, no, not at this point. Okay, I'll try not to do any. Yeah. Um, number one, and I don't know how this works. Who who goes first, or do you both just say it and then we just go past it? I guess you get to choose. Oh. He wants to go first. Of course, you know what? Christian lost the would I lie to you just being difficult, so maybe he should go first. Okay, Christian, that you're first. Just my All right, answers. perfect. What character speaks the first line in The Force Awakens? Poe, Dameron, Lor Santeca, or Finn? Oh. Jar Jar Binks isn't an option. Okay. No, um, no, he would have been D, but uh, breaking another generational curse. What was the last guy? Finn. I think it was Finn. I'm trying remembering the beginning, and I'm pretty sure it's Finn. All right, John. Finn. Finn's the the pilot, right? Maybe. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh. Um. Well. No. Clarify. No. He's not. I know who he's. I know who he is now. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, Christian, if you need to ask your clarification. No, I, I was just going to, 60% of the people in this are pilots. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> or, okay. really, or really good with lightsabers their first time out. So, Then I'm going to say f- f- uh, Poe. Okay, before I answer this, what is the first line in uh, Star Wars? Force Awakens. They're back. No. The Star Wars. This should, it's something like this. This should We're begin, home, this should begin to fix things is, is more or less the first line ever said. It's them passing that little chip around to get in BB-8. And that was apparently a character called Lor San Tekka, and I'm probably butchering that name, but that was B. So you're both, uh, you're both wrong. Oh, okay. so James is on the board. So yeah. is the old guy, right? Yeah, yeah, he's barely there, right at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, okay. And a lot of people feel like that was a little nod to all the fans, you know, saying we're going to fix what Lucas screwed up. But (laughs) I don't know if I'd go there. I think there's going to be too much respect for him for that. But people hear what they want to hear. All right, number two Uh, on the planet Jakku or Jakku or whatever. Where does Ray live? Ray being the female uh, protagonist here. Uh, a, in the remains of an ATAT, which when I was a child, and I almost said it this time, was an at-at. Um, yep. B, in a TIE fighter. Or C, did she just live in a tent? John. Uh, she was living in the remains of an all-terrain attack transport. Oh, Christian? And with Jar Jar Binks is still not an option. No. Okay. Um, gonna slap you in the face. Smells worse on the inside. <laughs> uh, she lived in 
Um, <laughs> it, it was the ATAT. I'm just kidding. Oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> yes, it is a the remains of an at at. Yeah, I've, I've, I've mentioned before that Star Wars. I never saw it, but my mom got me a lot of the toys, and I had to create my own universe around them. And uh, <laughs> get your own names for them and stuff. Well, yeah, because the old guy. Um, I knew it was Obi-Wan cause he was on the package, but I didn't know that he wasn't the dad of the Jawas. They both had the same costume. Yes. <laughs> I always thought that too. <laughs> when I saw the movies as a kid, I thought C-3PO's stomach was a record player. Like you, yes. could, you could lay him down and play a record on him. Yeah. And so there's lots of other things, but, uh, let's do our, our, our last one here and we'll finish up. I got, four more that we'll do in the bonus content. Mm. Which character's name is a hybrid of director JJ Abrams, daughter toy polar bear daughter's toy polar bear and his assistant. So let me say that again. It's a hybrid of his, of director JJ Abrams, daughter's toy polar bear and his own assistant, a Kylo Ren B captain phasma. Um, C Poe Dameron. Sorry for that language folks. <laughs> Man, I'm gonna have to guess on that one, but go ahead, Christian. Poe Dang Ron. Okay. I'm gonna. Uh, oh man, I'm gonna. I'm gonna be difficult and say Captain Phasma. Phasma. <laughs> yep. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, well, it's C. Okay. It's it's Poe. Dang you, Christian. Yeah, foiled again. Dang Ron. So where do we stand as far as uh, points? I got one at least. I have one. Christian has two. <sighs> you are the champion. You are the champion. Thank you for taking the quiz. <laughs> the quiz. That's the best bumper music. It's so fast and yeah. it's got a little guy screaming at the end. It's like somebody sneezed in Christian. his mouth. Didn't Christian record that? Woo! That, that, yep, sound, I knew that it. sounds like it. That sounds good. All right, well, let's do some uh, some some featured stories. Yes. All right, I love this part. It's my favorite part. Now, even though this is not a middle school drama theme show like the last one was, what happens is people hear stories and they think of ones, just like you do when you're in a group of people. You think of one that's almost like that, but it's your own experience. And and they do that. They send in their own stuff. So we do have a lot of uh, of of brand new content sent in this week. A lot of it is is middle school drama. So I'm gonna go ahead and play that one right there at the beginning, so you know. Right. This is uh, Aaron from Arkansas. Uh, it's called Tire Trouble, and it's funny. This is a story about something that happened to me a long time ago when I was in the fifth grade. There was this. There was a little girl that I really liked. Every day I would ask her if she wanted to play at recess with me and every day she would tell me no finally on one faithful day she finally said yes and i was so excited she asked me what she we should play and after thinking it over we agreed to play tag with some of the other kids in our class which by the way is the default game that and hide and seek those are the only things that it take no planning really um or equipment one of the other kids said they wanted to be it so we all went and hit on our playground, we had a slide that was kind of like a fort. And it had ladders and a pole to slide down. I mean, it's like he's describing 80s playgrounds, not, you know, not the ones <laughs> they have now. Because, And you'll recognize this part. On one side of the fort, there was a thing to climb on made out of tires that were connected together. You remember that, John? Yeah. And there would be yeah. water in them. Mm-hmm. And you could <laughs> shake it out. Yeah. <laughs> and now that we know, you know, we're breeding mosquitoes in them. But anyway, so the Zika virus, he's, he's, he's climbing this thing made out of tires. And, um, as soon as the person was it and was about to tag me, I quickly decided to crawl through one of the tires to get away from him. And when I got to the ground, everyone was laughing at me and I don't know why. And then I realized they were looking at the top of the tires, the one where I jumped out, and there, like a flag flying, I saw my pants hanging from the tire. <laughs> no way. You see, crazy. Th- that day in PE, I wore my sweatpants, and they were really loose on me. And when I crawled through the tires, they got caught. <laughs> and because I jumped down so fast, I didn't realize what had happened. 
And the girl that I liked saw me there, like Breaking Bad, <laughs> looking <laughs> looking at me without my pants in, in my whitey tighties. Yeah. And that was the first and last time she ever played at recess with me. We <laughs> <laughs> <You> play. <laughs> he de pantsed himself. <laughs> I could just see those tires doing that too, because they had the radials. You know, some sometimes there'd be metal wires yeah. sticking out. I'm such a. It's a wonder any of us survived the, the '80s, dude. Playgrounds built on concrete. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what is mulch? We didn't have no mulch. We didn't have <laughs> no foam recovered. You know spongy bottoms we had a we had a a slide that was literally two stories high a big spiral best slide in the world had a pole on the top that you could do a flip over yep <laughs> and then land in the hopefully land in the spiral and it was made out of metal and when that florida sun <laughs> cooked it you went down and you had a third degree burn by and, the time you got to the bottom and ladies and gentlemen they didn't come out we said this last week they didn't come out with board shorts until well into middle school uh, that's right we had short shorts and you had to lean way back and if it wasn't your legs the back of your back <laughs> would get it back. and you had to t- pivot right on your butt bones to make sure you got down safely see what you missed out on christian there were slides yeah, so fast there. so fast that they had a like a hole like where where the ground had been dug out after kid after kid it slammed into the ground and there would be water in them at the end of a play. I mean, after a storm. And uh, if you didn't put yeah. your feet down, you would land on your tailbone and you would hurt yourself so bad. So or just get across that little lake at now, the bottom. Now they got plastic ones that psh, my kids are like, wee. I'm like, you don't even know. You didn't have time to say wee. So, yeah. All right. Chris, Chris from uh, Waxahachie, Texas, which I'm sure is a great place. Uh, it's called Bonfire Burden. Hey, guys, my name is Chris from Waxahachie, Texas, but I grew up as a missionary kid in South America. Interesting. Mm. My family was going to move back stateside right after my high school graduation. A week before my graduation, my school tells me that they are all going to, uh, for a camping night, and uh, the kids are going to get together and share some final experiences of, at school from school. One of the activities, and we're all familiar with this, being church guys, uh, one of the activities was bringing something that symbolized a burden to you and throwing it on a bonfire. So <laughs> I, I've, you know, I've written, I've chunked uh, pine cones in and pieces of paper, but this was an interesting take, bringing something in that symbolized uh, something that's burning you or uh, <laughs> symbolized a burden on you, not burning you. Uh, one person brought an empty box of pain medicine. Interesting. Oh. Uh, one brought in an old shoe, and I brought in an old T-shirt because I had already thrown out anything bonfire-worthy as a part of my packing. Yeah, if you were in my youth group, you'd have to explain yourself before you just threw that crap in. <laughs> what, is this, what is this T-shirt really, you know, what is that shoe about? But one guy, <laughs> one guy in particular, though, bought a, brought a calculator because he said he wasn't going to let math control his life anymore. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> Graduating from it. high school. <laughs> oh, I'm done. <laughs> X. <laughs> yeah. Figure out your own problems. Math. You find your own X. Don't care what the square root of that mess is. Uh, so anyway, um, he chucked it in the fire. This this uh, calculator, and uh, he he he, you know, let the person behind him get up there. A few minutes later, another person just kind of sat down, and there was a pop, a loud pop from the bonfire, and a fireball shot out of the bonfire, <laughs> landed right on top of one of the girls sitting. In her lap around the bonfire, she sprang up quickly and ran back. But since she was huddled in a blanket, it didn't actually burn her. So the chaperone in charge of the event got up, stamped the fires out, fire out, and uh, opens it up and turns out it's this calculator. The, the battery in this joker had exploded because of the heat and ended up being one of the funniest moments in my high school years. Math's coming back! <laughs> <laughs> it's like the end of one of those horror stories where the bad guy comes everybody's, crawling out of the fire. Everybody's done. It's over. And then, 
Uh, it's like Chucky, you know, there was a spirit in the thing and he was trying to attach himself to another human host. That's what it was. Yeah, that's what it was. So thanks for reading. Somebody else yeah. Math. It's from the devil. I'm laughing, but uh, math, math will never control me. Maybe he meant meth. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he misspelled it. Calculator. <laughs> I mean, if you're good at math, you don't need a calculator, Well, and right? if you're on meth, you're a tweaker, right? So you're messing with, <laughs> messing, taking all this stuff apart. So I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. Too stupid. Uh, Christopher from Florida writes uh, uh, a story called Terrible Tubes. Hi, James, John, and Quiznos guy. Lols. <laughs> he says, I'm writing to you a story about when I had to go to the hospital to get my heart fixed. Oh, the doctors had to put tubes in me. One time they were removing my stomach tubes and they told me to lay still and close my eyes when they ripped them out. Hoiven. I got to know, were these ribbed or were they the slick kind? <laughs> Did they go? Yeah. They- <laughs> <laughs> kind of scrape on the back of your tongue, you know, as you're pulling them out. Oh. You know, like like when you're cleaning out a, you're trying to pull up the robot out of your pool, and there's that, yeah, <laughs> with the with the hose. I don't know, maybe so. Uh, so uh, he says, I tried to close my eyes, but I was too brave, and I saw them rip it out of me. <laughs> you had to get a GoPro on your nose, but get my heart fixed. <laughs> they looked like big spaghetti noodles coming out of my stomach, but. It was just the tubes, tubes, plural. So I guess they were putting multiple stuff in this guy. Mm, I didn't think about that, that there would be different tubes for each one. Maybe one was like like an air vent. How do you swallow? How do you do that? Anyway, so um, noodles, yeah. Um, Another tube they removed from me was the tube down my throat that allowed me to breathe. Oh, there you Mm, go. Okay. Oh, that's the one that has the ribs on it that goes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I it got closed um, while they were doing it, and I thought I was going to die, but I didn't. They used a spit sucker in my tube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And nothing came out, so they removed it, and I coughed up, of all things, a, <laughs> a blood ball. <laughs> the size of a golf ball. Oh, my oh, hands are getting thanks. weak. My fingertips are starting to get numb. This is the second time I've read it, and it's still nasty. If you pierced, if you pinched it, what would come out? Would it, <laughs> oh, come would it be on, a creamy white that? center, or would there be just? Uh, anyway, uh, my golf ball uh, size boob. Oh. That's horrifying. <laughs> oh. Oh. So anyway, um, so he coughed off a blood ball the size of a golf ball. My nurse, whose name was Chris, said it was the most amazing thing <laughs> he'd ever seen. And we high-fived. And then we, we bat the, backed the ball around a bit. <laughs> Just kind of threw it. <laughs> Can we go play catch, Chris? <laughs> well, that's my gross hospital story. I hope it oh, made man. everyone sick. Lol. P.S. Ask John if he remembers their Norwegian word for cake. It's funny unless he forgot. Yeah, I do remember it. <laughs> Is it something? You, does it sound like something? What? Kransakaka. Really? Yeah. Norwegian. Well, well I mean, Kransakaka is uh, is is like a specific cake, but kaka. <laughs> That's uh, that's the name of the cake. Is that is that Chris T that sent that story? Yeah, you know it, Titchenol. Yeah. Oh man. That Thanks, one, dude. That guy's been through it too, man. Man, he's, yeah. Yeah. He, uh, oh, he's he's the dad of the NLCast baby. That's right. They are the NLCast couple. I got like the cold sweats happening because I'm thinking about that blood ball. God. Mm. Oh, caca. Because mm. uh, I the only thing close I've ever done is is like when you got really bad sniffles and stuff and you coughing and but then you go to bed and and you wake up. And your mm-hmm. your sinuses are just solid clumped up with this junk, and you, you know, you eventually yep. come up with something pretty substantial. And and when I was younger, I would hold them in my palm and I would kind of squish them up. Ugh. 
I know. I know. Because it had substance. It had a it had a resistance and it was weird. It was just, you know, me finding out about my body, you know, and the things that could come <laughs> oh, out of it. Come on. <laughs> but uh so I just want to know, Christopher Titchnell, um, when you squeeze the blood ball. <laughs> oh, oh, please. No. <laughs> please tell me somebody. Right, somebody did. That. Was it a living thing? Did it have veins in itself? Um, oh. Was it just a dried mucus with a nice little coating of blood? Stop. I'm taking my headphones off. <laughs> Chat room, tell me when he's done. I don't know why I can say it and it doesn't bother me, but when I hear other people say it, I'll throw up. It's crazy. I've literally got sweat forming on my brow. All right, let's let's finish it up with one from Graham C. Um, <laughs> Graham C. Graham C. One time, I was on my way to homeschool co-op. Hold on, homeschool report. A homeschool family. He said I was going. <laughs> I was going down to the co-op because I'm a HSMS PK, homeschooled middle school pastor's kid. Holy crap. <laughs> how does he get out of bed every day i don't know he's got to pray to god three different times from three different places in his room <laughs> i'm approaching you now as a pastor's kid um a guy accidentally ran a guy off the road and then i died laughing and my mom asked me why i was laughing and i told her he just flipped that guy the bird that's funny. And so that was the story of the first time I ever had the bird flipped or saw the bird flipped. Your loyal listener, Graham C. So oh. that's what a homeschool, middle school pastor's kid um, considers a, 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 a just a, a, an amazing <laughs> moment. <laughs> I'd heard about the bird. Prayed for forgiveness. Yeah. I've even my seen eyes. it on my own hand. <laughs> But then somebody actually used it in a real life situation and my eyes were open. I remember explaining it to other kids. This is the pointer finger. This is the ring finger. That's the little finger. And this is the bad finger. The and bad if finger. you really believe that, lop it off. <laughs> Should your middle finger offend you, just chop yeah. it off. Chop it off. Is it better, not better to, to enter into the kingdom of heaven without the middle finger yeah. than to have it as a stumbling block? Yeah, absolutely. Please do not. Cut off your middle fingers, anyone, especially no. Graham C. <laughs> Don't need those kind of stories. Um, I always like to give uh, story ideas. Uh, first of all, we're still looking for non-American stories. If you're someone from outside the country or someone that lives here from another country, please send in a story. It doesn't have to be affiliated with anything particular. It doesn't have to be about moving or being in your country. Just send in stories from people that aren't in the States, and we'll put them up and make a theme show about them. Um, but here's two others that I was I wanted to suggest. Do you have any stories out there, listeners, about exercising? Have to do with you walking or being mm-hmm. on a treadmill in the gym? Um, I don't know, but you do. Maybe that that'll get something going. And then lastly, how about the dark? Ooh. Any stories that come to mind when I say, do you have any stories about being in the dark? So. I like these two topics. Yeah. And those won't be theme shows necessarily. I'm just trying to get the pump going there. Uh, kind of inspired by John's uh, book of uh, story starters. Oh, cool. So, yeah. Yeah. I haven't written any yet, but <laughs> I, I have started drawing in the in the 300 uh, drawing ideas. So I need awesome. a book on uh, book reading starting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ideas to help you start reading a book. <laughs> Oh, man. Open the first page. Oh, well, I got to go because my son um, wants to play around with the blood ball. So (laughs) we're going to go out and throw the old ball around. (laughs) He's going to use his wizard wand to turn it into a huge. And and the old uh, blood ball and chain wants to to talk to me. So. Oh man, I hope you uh oh it's one one from the web. I'm sorry. Don't want to sell anybody short here. This is Christian's turn. I was gonna say, you like to skip me. No. All right. Quiz what knows. We quiz what we knows and we web the story that we knows. Um Okay, so I'm just gonna go for it. I was due to attend a university for a guided tour and interview, and we were allowed to bring a guest with us. 
I decided to bring my dad because he's a fun guy to make the trip with and I thought he might be interested in looking around. So I'm filling out all the details on the online booking form and it asks, and it asks who will be attending with you. Rather than typing in my dad's name, I enter my father. Clearly, I was thinking a tattoo literally. So I forget about this for a few weeks, and we finally end up going to the school. When we get there, they're calling out names and handing out visitor badges in pairs, one for the prospective students and one for their guests. I receive my pair of badges, one with my name on it, and the other simply with the words, my father. I show my dad, <laughs> hoping he'll laugh it off so I can go and, and explain uh, to the to the staff and get a different name badge, but instead he insists on wearing the badge all day, kindly explaining to everyone how stupid I am. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm sending my son to college. Oh. My father. That's amazing. <laughs> such like an honest mistake. And like, how nice is it that he wanted, he thought his dad was like the, the guy to bring on the trip. Yeah. <laughs> and his dad tells everybody how stupid his son is. So that's, that's, I went parent. to do a inner city, uh, thing in uh, I don't know a summer camp for inner city kids a few years back and I took my good friend David and um and and he has always been my mentor the guy I worked for but on this trip when he came um they they asked me if I you know who I was bringing I said well I'm bringing David and he's going to assist me and they took that and they made a badge I mean a room <laughs> thing for him <laughs> and it said you know james evangelist and then across it said david assistant and he got a really big kick out of that and i was so <laughs> embarrassed i wanted to change it for him he's like no no don't worry about it next day i get up and he's been up four hours earlier gone down somewhere in the middle of nowhere to this store and made a t-shirt with the iron on letters the assistant right across the front <laughs> and he would not let anybody call him anything else. The rest of the time we were there, it's like, I'm his assistant. And he, he just really liked that. It's hilarious. <laughs> I'm the assistant. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Good stuff. Hey, if you enjoyed the show, um, one of the, you know, there's tons of ways that you can, you know, say thank you. Uh, one of them is tell your friends about the show especially if you had something read on the show. I mean, why wouldn't you tell everybody about it? But um, another way you can help us out is via Patreon. And Patreon is a way for you to give on a per episode basis. You name the price. Um, you can limit it and and do as many or as few shows per month as you want to help out with. Uh, but each uh, gift unlocks various benefits, like bonus audio content every week. Um, we do... Uh, Patreon only, um, uh, what do you call it? Google Hangouts and, you know, right. all kinds of stuff. Uh, so visit thatstoryshow.com slash donate and uh, look at all the levels there. And, and if you can help us out, please do. If you can't, no problem. But our Patreons are great. They're what, they, they ensure that this show remains free and uh, helps us to keep doing what we're doing and to improve it just about every week. Uh, our latest patron is Beth Staley. And uh, thank you so much, Beth, for uh, jumping on board. And uh, Patreon uh, people, remember to pick up your bonus audio, patreon.com slash that story show. All right. So that's our show. Thanks, John. Thanks, Christian. Thank you. You guys are awesome. Thanks. Um, listen, awesome. I'm, I'm awesome. I, I want to say blood ball, but I can't think of a way. I feel like the boss in um, I feel like the boss in the office where I can't think of the right way to get it in there so I just say it um, anyway <laughs> thanks for listening folks listen to us online thatstoryshow.com uh, where you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter join the NLCast network community on Facebook just find us just write type it in you're, you're a big girl you could do it Give us a review in iTunes or for wherever you found us. Thanks to our Patreon backers. Thanks to Rob Gobers for this here theme music. Our spouses for letting us record. Our story contributors and everyone who's listening and everyone in the chat room, too. And remember, if you have a funny life story and nobody's listening, there's a place for it right here. That's right, right here on That Story Show. Had to wait for that music drop there. Oh, yeah. See y'all later. Peace. See ya. 
Yeah. Reba Dirty. <sighs> I had a busy day. You need to start cranking out more lightsabers. I mean, magic wands. <laughs> magic wand. Wizard lightsabers. That's he, he was doing an expecto patronum on me, though. I was like, I'm not a dementor fool. <laughs> Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio.